live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hey, welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We're kicking off our week. Although we had a show yesterday, a shout-out to Coach Gerald Richardson and Coach Fred Rucker, um, and we know cross-country. Um, always a good show um, once one Sunday out of the month here, and they did last night at 7 p.m. So tonight we have a couple of things going on, and the first thing is we're going to talk all-star game with Coach Glenn DeVoe, um, and we're going to do that with Coach Doug Rowley. Let me welcome in my co-host. How are you, sir? Doing well, Princess. How about you? Doing really good. I got my favorite coach on tonight, so I, I'm excited okay. Uh, uh, okay. about okay. that. <laughs> Just right out the All gate, right. huh? Just right out the gate. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, Coach, I'll behave. From this moment on, I'll behave. But let's welcome in Coach Glendale. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. How about you guys? Doing really good. Doing really good. Sure. Duck? Come on, Duck. (laughs) It's hard for me to put these words together, but I'm going to try, Francis. I'm going to (laughs) try. I'm just glad you're not in West Virginia, Duck, and that you're in in North Carolina, and we can hear you clearly. So I'm good. Let's get started, Duck. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Glenn. First of all, let's talk about how long – been running uh, All-Star Game. This actually, we celebrated our 10th anniversary this year. So, uh, you know, we've been at it since 2013, um, every year with the exception of COVID. Um, so uh, it's been uh, it's been a, been a privilege uh, to, uh, to to reach out to a bunch of young men. Okay. Uh, and when you say uh, reaching out to young men, is this local or how, how does it work? Initially, when we came up with the concept, it was going to be Union County, which is in North Carolina, versus Mecklenburg County. But once we put together the marketing material and put it out, that very first year we had kids from like four different states. Um, This year we had kids representing um, eight different states, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, North South Carolina, Tennessee, Ohio, and Georgia this year. So um, that was the reach that we had this year, and it just continues to grow. Uh, from year to year, um, and, uh, you know, we're proud of that. Okay. Um, Glenn, you, you, you're doing it for young men, well, ladies too, in, in some cases, that will want to uh, get involved in this next year. What what can they do? So if they go to our website, um, elite-sport-camps.com, um, we'll put a nomination link up starting in, at the beginning of the year in January. So three different ways you could be identified. Uh, we have scouts around the country, um, the likes of Damian Jackson, um, um, yourself, variety of different people throughout the country. Um, so you could be nominated. You could nominate yourself or be nominated by a coach. Uh, you could be identified by a scout. And we do have two tryouts here, um, typically one in June, one in July where I mean we do it during the summer months so if families need to travel from other parts of the country they can but we really do it 
a thorough job just trying to vet these kids to make sure that it's going to be a competitive game when it's all said and done. Have you come up with a, a date for June and July for uh, the tryouts? Uh, don't have a target date yet, but, you know, those I would definitely say, you know, we'll get that out first quarter of next year. Um, but definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll be able to nominate themselves. And, and, and for the most part, we'll have a seventh and an eighth grade game. So seventh grade is where we're going to get, we're going to be looking to identify a lot of new talent. A lot of kids who played in the game in the seventh grade game, they'll get an, an invite to come back to the eighth grade game. Um, so typically there are fewer slots for that eighth grade game than there are the seventh grade game. But how many slots all together, Coach DeVoe, um, so, you know, with you, you said two teams, seventh and eighth grade. How many? How many slots per team? So we have a maximum roster size of twenty-five kids per team. So if seventh grade, okay. east and west, that's fifty kids total. Same thing with the eighth grade. Um, we do that to just make sure that kids get ample reps and uh, opportunities developed during the practice. You know, as we begin to talk about the days of practice or whatnot, um, I can kind of give a little more intel on you know, uh, why we want to keep it small so that it could be hands-on, keep those ratios down. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about like that. A lot of, oh, no, no, jump in anytime, Chris, because it seems like a lot of people were very satisfied with everything that went on. I, I know they come in on a, a Wednesday. Can you kind of uh, tell uh, the listener a little bit about the agenda, how, how it's broken down, and, and some some of the parents were able to get Thanksgiving Day meals. Yeah, yeah. So actually, we started this year. Um, it's always a Wednesday before things come in about 3 p.m. We'll do uh, registration orientation. Registration is fairly swift. We typically already have the uniforms bundled up with the backpacks that the kids will get on that day. Um, we'll do an orientation. We typically have a guest speaker. Um, last year, we had Bryant Young, who's in the class of 2022 NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, Jeff Taylor, um, who blessed us again this year. He's a sports director for a local TV station here, WCCB. Um, and also uh, uh, we had Tabidi Davis, uh, Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants. So every day the kids was able to get an inspirational message from a number of folks. And we typically do that before practice. So uh, back to that Wednesday, they'll have orientation, and then they'll practice. That's a long day. They go full patch from 4 to 7.30. Um, and then they come back on Thanksgiving morning. We try to get out of mom's way um, or whoever's doing the cooking. We try to get out of their way from 9 to 11. Um, and then Friday morning we come back and we go 9 a.m. to 11.30. And then for our quarterbacks and receivers, we do a quarterback challenge from uh, 12 to 2, which takes place right there at the same practice facility. Um, and then, you know, we play the games on Saturday. We had the seventh-grade game at 11 and eighth-grade game at 1.30 on Saturday at Charlotte Christian School. Okay, uh, Glenn, how about for some of those kids that will come to your O-line and D-line camp, which uh, you can uh, talk a little bit about that, but about those guys that come, can they get invited to All-Star game too? A hundred percent. Actually, we build our rosters uh, from the linemen, um, and then we kind of go from there. We start – literally start our roster with linemen. Um, I, I, I look at other all-star games, um, and a lot of times you may have a running back having to play on the line because they didn't get enough linemen. We build with linemen first, offensive, defensive linemen. Typically every team may have 10, 12 linemen 
to where guys are going to get plenty of reps, a lot of work on both sides of the ball. Once again, we're trying to develop these kids. They come in with that mindset that, hey, I'm a left tackle or I'm a quarterback or I'm a specific position. And typically I'll preface it all with um, learn the game, not a position, right? Even though we, we have them targeted for an offensive position and a defensive position, we want to make sure that they have an open mind, right? A guy who's typically an offensive guy may get some defensive reps, and we want them to learn and grow because they haven't really fully developed physically. So don't limit yourself. A lot of times you can miss out on opportunities. Let's say you go to high school and you said, I'm only a left tackle, and they have three guys at that position. Well, if you're stuck on that position, it can hurt you in the long run. You miss out on the opportunity. Just grow and develop and let the game come to you. Okay, Glenn, you're saying that uh, you get your bill with, from, you know, your O-line, D-line camps. So how many camps are you putting on this year? And it's just for the listeners out there so they can, you know, so they can say, hey, you know, this is opportunity for me to get invited to the All-Star game. Absolutely. So Camp Lyman, um, for those listening, they could go to uh, Camp Lyman, C-A-M-P, L-I-N-E-M-A-N dot com. And uh, right now we have 10 camps scheduled. Um, starting March 16th, we're in Los Angeles, California. March 30th, we're in Rockledge, Florida, my hometown. Um, uh, April 13th, we're right back here in Charlotte, North Carolina. April 27th, we're in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, May 18th, we're in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, June 17th, we're going to make our way to uh, Sophia, West Virginia. Uh, June, uh, June 15th. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> June, June, June 8th, we're going to head over. No, June 8th, Sophia, West Virginia, Independence High School. June 15th, we'll go to uh, Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. June, July 13th, Philadelphia, PA. PA. Uh, July 27th, Eastern Maryland. That was our first time going there last year. Had a good turnout. We, we, we tapped into an area that doesn't get a lot of training and exposure and things like that, so it's nice to go there. And we'll finish up uh, Sacramento, California, August the 3rd. So we, we make two West Coast trips again this year. This will be our second time going coast to coast. Okay. Now, I see uh, you have 10 dates. Now, Glenn, if you got coaches that are listening and they saying, man, why can't, why can't he be here uh, in South Carolina? Why can't you be in Georgia? What, what do they need to do? contact you about maybe trying to help them put something together or you put a camp on that location? Okay, yeah, and that's a, that's a good question, Coach. Um, there were a couple of these cities that I just listed that kind of they, they kind of evolved that way. Um, typically, if they're affiliated with an organization, whether it be a school, youth organization, uh, we're going to need support because a lot of people say, oh, come to Arkansas, come to Oklahoma. Well, you have your one kid there. We have to really make sure that it, it makes sense because we're bringing coaches in and high-level coaches, whether they're collegiate coaches, professional coaches, uh, passionate about working. Um, typically, we're going to need help with the facility, and we're going to need help with feet on the ground, really getting the word out. We do a pretty good job marketing via social media and the platforms that we have, but when we come into a new market, we really need uh, the, 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 guy, the boots on the ground to really help facilitate something. Typically, um, we look to have at least 40 kids, and that's not a big camp, but once again, it's all linemen, so we just make sure that we have that uh, that, that, that that connection, and we'll go from there. 
Coach, uh, uh, jumping back to the all-star, then back to the O-line, D-line camp, how, how do you come up with your, your coaches for your all-star game and also the O-line, D-line camp and, and some of the people that you, you have involved? So uh, coaches for the all-star game, for the last eight years, they've pretty much been set in stone. Um so uh, once again, no no offense, dads. I mean, I mean, I was I was a dad coach as well. But for this particular all this particular event, this is an opportunity where you get to come sit back in your chair and uh, be a dad, cheer for your kid, enjoy them. You know, you know, reinforce with positive impact. So back to the coaches. Anthony Boone typically is an eighth grade coach, played at Duke University, played professionally, trains a lot of NFL quarterbacks even right now. Daniel Jones with the Giants, Sam Howell with the Commanders. A PJ Walker with the Cleveland Browns, Garrett Schrader, who was a, a, a two or three time elite All Star. He's a starting quarterback at Syracuse now. Grayson McCall, who's at Coastal Carolina, he trains all these guys literally when they're in their off season. They're back with him. So imagine that, you know, uh, you're you're you're, high, you're you're a middle school quarterback and you're getting trained by a guy who really trains at every different level. And the unique thing about him is he has the acumen to be able to speak their language. You know, it's not like he can only preach to him. He's really teaching, and he could teach guys at different levels. On the other side of him, typically Sam Moore. Um, Sam played collegiately. He had a son who went on to Bridgewater College, played ball. So he's connected. He's locked in on that. He's the current high school offensive coordinator at Highland Tech. Um, uh, Patrick Hunt and Corey Hunter, they've both been with us for a number of years, coached at the high school level. Um, both have boys who play. Actually, uh, both of their sons played in the All-Star game years ago before they coached. Uh, Miles Hunt played at Jacksonville University, finished up at UNC Charlotte. Uh, I'm proud of these guys. We really try to stay connected with them as they grow into their own professional careers, whether it's professionally, athletically, or, um, you know, just in their own profession. Miles is a graphic artist with NASCAR now. Um, You know, Corey's son, um, Corey Jr., is uh, currently playing at Catawba University right up in Salisbury. So, um, you know, once again, these guys played in the game and they've gone on and they're playing. So that's our four coaches, head coaches. And I couldn't tell you about the staff that they put together, you know, the coaches who are high school coaches. And, I mean, the feedback that I got from a lot of parents in general, but specifically this go-round was the quality of coaching that they felt that they've had. You know, I've had some parents say he's never been coached like this. Um, you know, new system, new teammates, new coach, new terminology. So the, we're giving these, especially the eighth graders, the opportunity to grow. And it's a great segue going into high school where you're going to have new coach, maybe new system, new teammates, and um, you just kind of go from there. So, Coach, we're, uh, before we get to your O-line, D-line uh, roster of coaches, uh, how, do the, how do the kids pick up a grass the terminology is so fast. Is this anything that these coaches are doing before they get there? Or how does that work? Yeah, typically uh, I'll have the coaches, they'll send out a, a mini playbook with terminology, um, you know, whether it be a week or a few days before they get there, just so they can start digesting some of that stuff um, and then just kind of transition from there. Wow. Okay. Uh in my case, you need to send that about a month in advance. But anyway, O-line, <laughs> D-line camp, some of the yeah, coaches yeah, that, yeah. You, that you've utilized? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Dan Ellington, Big Skills Academy. Um, yeah, Ted Washington, 17-year NFL veteran. 
Um, yeah, and I'll be honest, we typically don't hide behind the NFL shield. Um, we like coaches who can communicate where the kids' learning levels are, right? If I have a kid who can't get into a stance properly, we always do stance and start because even if you're at the highest level, you always have to break it back down to the basics. Um, you know, our, our age age group range from 8 to 18, uh, which seems like, you know, a big question I'll get. I don't want my little guy going against a big – no, they'll be age appropriate. But once again, you know, when we have older guys teaching younger guys, they're a little more patient, a little more tolerant, a little more detailed, thorough. Um, you know, they'll pay, like I said, they'll pay attention to details. And the younger guys get to watch and emulate the tempo, the pace, the technique, uh, the bend in the knees and a variety of different things. And uh, so it's a win-win situation. It's worked well for us over the years. Um, but, yeah, I mean, from the Chris Slades to um, you, you name it, um, you know, coaches from, uh, what's that, Robert um, uh, Robert Hicks, another big guy, Walt Curry, all these guys have played at all different levels. And, I mean, they're passionate about it. It's an opportunity to get back and give back. What about on the uh, – are we using any coaches uh, from the, the college level to, to kind of help participate with some of these uh, line D linemen? Absolutely. We use a coach from Salisbury University when we went up to Eastern Shore, Maryland. Um, you know, we connected with some coaches from uh, Carson Newman um, in Tennessee when we went to Knoxville. So there, there's a strong chance that it's going to be – well, we had uh, Bluefield State's D-line coach last year, Sudan Ellington, help us out on a few camps. So, I mean, a lot of times these kids are either working with college coaches, um, even former players. I mean, I had a guy, Demetri Emanuel, actually – I'm going to see him play in the ACC championship this week. He plays at Florida State. He's a starting uh, left guard. And uh, sure enough, he uh, he came to Camp Lyman years ago, and he called me up when we were in Florida. He said, hey, Coach, I see you in Florida. Can I come help? And literally, he drove from Tallahassee five hours down and helped out. I mean, you're talking about the best feeling, the best reward, to have guys who benefited from the program come back and give back to the program. And that's what we're hoping to create. I mean, you know, physically, you know, I can only do so much for so long. It comes to a point where I'm going to need those young men to come back and be a part, whether we grow it in other regions of the country. Uh, we've, we've gone to the Midwest before. We'd like to have more of a presence. But, you know, logistically, you, you got to have people, right, good people who understand the standard, right? It's the quality that we want to make sure that we put out the, consistently. And, and I like to attribute our our, 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 our Longevity and staying power being, you know, attributed to that, trying to be punctual, trying to be thorough, trying to be consistent, um, detailed, and, um, you know, just kind of follow through. Coach, you brought up something interesting, like the young man that's coming back from Florida State. With the All-Star game, you hear the number of guys that come back. Uh, we can watch on uh, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, uh, you know, and I, and I know you're not – Big into doing a name, a lot of name dropping and all that. But just for the listeners, some of the people that have participated in in the All Star Game. Oh, absolutely! I'll start at at the top. You know, we're proud to say in the NFL we have Wanye Morris, who's um, a right tackle with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now um, he played in the game out of out of Georgia, um, out of Grayson High School in Georgia. He came and, and participated. Uh, uh, Sam Howell, starting, he's played in our game for two years in a row. Um, he played early and just kind of kind of navigated through the process. Uh, Ikim Aquano, um, he was a, I think he was a sixth overall pick with the Carolina Panthers, starting left tackle there. 
he and his twin brother, Osita. You know, those guys came through the program. One went to NC State, one went to Notre Dame, and he went on and kind of continued. Collegiately, I mean, if you're a Clemson fan, Will Shipley played in the game. You know, we had guys like DeMarcus Stratford who went on to Harvard, um, played in the game, um, USC Chapel Hill, um, Keandre Jones, who's at Florida State now, you name it, Brandon Johnson, who's at Duke. I remember him coming to a tryout as a rising, rising sixth grader, and he was a little scorny guy, I mean, just a little guy. And now, I mean, just to see him, I went to the Clemson game up in Durham, and, I mean, I was standing on the sideline, and he came by, man. He gave me the biggest hug, man. I tell you what, I mean, as a dad, as a coach, um, you know, like the best feeling ever, right? You know, just to feel like you've been able to attribute a, a small part in their in their process, and that's the name of the game. We always say, who's next? Who's going to be the next guy? You know, and that's our goal, man. I, I'll be honest. I, I really believe that both platforms, Elite Middle School All-Star Game and Camp Lineman, that, you know, God just blessed me with a vision, and I've been for, trying to be obedient and fortunate enough to have a lot of great men like yourself um, and, and, and women princes who support and, and, and really just pour into the vision and just trying to just really just give him the glory when it's all said and done. So that that's the objective behind it all. We like to say that we just use football as it can do it to get their attention, focus on academics mm-hmm. and a high high integrity and just kind of push from there. And before Prince gets in here uh, asking you a couple of more questions, uh, Glenn, just, uh, again, give them the information for All-Star, how to, you know, how to look for the invite, uh, and then also for the O-line, D-line camps. Oh, absolutely. Um, for for the All-Star game, you can um, request for us to contact you. Like I said, in January, we'll have the updated nomination link. Um, that's Elite dash fort dash camp with an s dot com um, and for camp linemen for linemen if you have linemen ages 8 to 18 looking to develop looking to garner exposure once again it's camp linemen c-a-m-p-l-i-n-e-m-a-n dot com okay question all right coach Duval, um you know i've been probably around you, uh, uh, known of you now, four, five, six years. But I want to know, which one evolved first? Was it Camp Lyman and, and got off the ground? or you know, Because I heard you say you've now been doing the elite middle school um, uh, game now for about 10 years. So which one evolved first, and, and why both? Why do you do each one of these? And I, and I know the, the slogan, it all starts up front, but I kind of want to know the mission statement for each one of them. And which started first? So, so uh, Elite Sport Camp and Combine started first. Um, and it was a platform to where we noticed there were a lot of organizations that were having events that only evaluated kids, right? You want to go get your 40 time. You want to get your broad jump. You want to get your – so we said, man, we were going to these events. And we were seeing kids with poor technique. So we began to offer training, how to get into a start, how to get into a, you know, what's, what's, what's the drive phase, what's top-end speed, right? So really just teaching them along the line. And, um, you know, as we began to teach and grow, we, we saw that the big boys were kind of left out. There was really nothing for them, right? You know, they typically aren't yeah. known to be super fast or whatnot. So we just said, hey, look, we'll start imparting some things with those guys. And the more we began to work, um, it, 
it just continued to grow. It began to morph. And, and, and as we look at the linemen, linemen work is difficult work because a lot of it is tedious. It's redundant. It's uh, it's not like fun like you're throwing touchdowns and stuff like that. You're working on base blocks. You're working on, you know, post steps, kick slides. I mean, a, a variety of different hand placement, hand separation. And it's it's literally physical, strenuous work. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. after a while, it'll it could be mundane. So we, we've created a program to where we try to give the kids, within our one camp day, we try to give them enough individual work that will, 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 will sustain them for an entire year. What I mean by that is I coached high school ball for about 15 years. And with that being the case, you're lucky on a Monday if you get 10 or 15 minutes individual. Same thing on Tuesday, same mm-hmm. thing on Wednesday. So you get 30 to 45 minutes a week. Thursday typically is a walkthrough because of JV's plan, and Friday's a game. So that's all the individual work you get all week. So when we get those guys from spring through summer, we try to go over all of that individual work. We'll give them a year's worth of individual work within that one particular camp, right? And we always tell them, hey, look, we're not here to get you tired. We're here to get you better. Now, you know, conditioning, Mm -hmm. you're going to condition a little bit with them, but we're not running sprints and doing different things. We're really teaching. We're talking. If a kid asks a question, a coach isn't going to say, you do that because I said do it. They're going to explain why. You know, if, if I say yeah. I want to see a Z in the knee, we could talk about ankle flexion, knee flexion, hip flexion, uh, and really help them understand because as they're growing and their bodies develop, we want them to understand what it feels like to do it right. If you're in the wrong position, mm-hmm. ah, that's why that hurts, and just kind of go from there. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, 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 elite sport camps and combines is for all positions. And hence, we pushed on to the all-star game, which is for all positions. And Kent Lyman is just for offensive and defensive linemen. Okay. Um, I see my co-host, Tim Moore, out there, too. We're going to get him in here just a moment and see if he has a question. But I do want to ask, if they're in a camp, um, you know, um, in Nashville, what is the follow-up for the rest of the year? I, I heard you say we're going to give you a year's worth of workout at the camp. But is there some follow-up afterwards? Do you check on them, see what their stats are, what they're doing in their high school games, and then are they, you know, do they return? Um, and I, I really want to get you to give me that in 60 seconds because I really want to get Tim Moore and you to ask the question too. But the, what's the follow-up after our camp? So typically follow-up is they're able to share their huddle with us at any given time mm-hmm. to get feedback. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of reaching back out individually, there are too many kids to do that, but we're definitely open. Um, you know, we, we invite mm-hmm. them to share their information because coaches are constantly contacting us for players, linemen specifically. That's the highest demand yeah. position. And um, not many people have them all aggregated in one location. That's what we do. So we're mm-hmm. happy to share that information. You know, we're proud to say that we've helped hundreds, literally hundreds of linemen get opportunities kind of going forward. Okay. Let me welcome in Tim Moore. Tim Moore, welcome to the show, sir. Uh, glad to be with you all. I apologize for being a few minutes late, but I've been listening. Uh, Coach DeVoe, uh, I, I just want to compliment you. I really don't have a question. Um, I want to compliment you on what you're doing. One of the things that frustrates me when I watch ball uh, today uh, is the the fundamentals of the game that, that I think are being lost in many ways. And the fact that you're going back and, and reaching young young men uh, when they're just starting out and, and trying to teach them correct technique and, and body balance and those kinds of things, I think is, is just laudable. So I just applaud you for what you're doing. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Amen. Breakout, Coach DeVoe. It's always awesome to have you on and the information that you give and just to see um, Camp Lyman growing. Um, And and if I wanted to start, um, have a Camp Lyman in Columbia, South Carolina, what would be two things that I would have to come to you and say, hey, that I have in place? Is it location? Is it staff? Or is it interest? And I I know that there's going to be 40 kids at the the camp right now. I have that solidified. What, What is the main thing, Coach DeVoe? Main thing is location and interest. You know, we our, our okay. staff either travels, whether we typically have regional staff throughout. Um, and, and the reason we bring our staff is because they understand the way we do it from a continuity perspective, mm-hmm. consistency, um, making sure that, you know, if we need to remediate a kid, we remediate a kid, we may put them in a different group, and just kind of make sure that they benefit when it's all said and done. So um, we, we're happy to bring others along. Um, this year we're going to be introducing a coaches clinic for linemen only. Um, we're going to do a mm-hmm. beta test in Charlotte and then one in Knoxville, Tennessee, where um, we'll actually have an offensive session, defensive session, and then we'll have a blitz where they'll be able to kind of get feedback and ask questions regarding you know, schemes or whatever the case may be. But we want to be a part of that trend to help these guys navigate through the process, learn, grow, continue to work with their kids. We'll invite coaches out to our camp to learn different drills, skill mm-hmm. sets, and develop them as well. You know, we're looking to grow the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? We're out of time, Coach DeVoe. Next time we've got to give, get 60 minutes in here. Thank you every, you know, so much for what you do. Um, I appreciate you. And whenever we call on you, you definitely say, hey, I'll be there. I appreciate that, Coach DeVoe. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Um, you guys have, have given a, a unbiased platform, been consistent throughout the process, and, um, you know, you're helping a lot of people. So we appreciate you guys. Awesome, awesome. On the ha- on behalf of Doug Riley and also Tim Moore, Coach Glendeville, thank you. We're going to get out of the way here and reset for the professional contributors. Never had it so awesome. good. Again, thank you, Coach Glendeville. Thank you.